We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Y'all hear the music? Y'all ready? Let's go, man. Oh. Two games away from the Easter Conference. Chat mode. The finals. Not even the Easter Conference finals. We're here. We're being Easter Conference champs. Let's go. We made it, fam. Stream starting. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today is producer co-founder Brian Goins. Yo, guys, we won. Oh, my <laughs> God, I can't believe it. Also with me today is no, our 2K like coach. Been there. We got to act like you've been there. Man. We have been there many times, all day. Also with us today is our 2K coach, Frank Garcia. <laughs> I can't believe I let DeFore make me change my pick. Do four scared us? Not anymore. Hall of Famer Daniel Tice neutralized. Kevin Walker balls out. It doesn't matter. Jimmy Butler has a shitty first half. Comes back roaring. Also with us today, that face in the bottom left, the homie. We need listen. Alex Alex Solana is contributed to Hebe now. We need a fun name for him, but he's on the program. What's up, Alex? That was two K coach. Business. Oh, no. My bad. Wrong one. Yeah, wrong Alex. <laughs> Business as usual. No third quarter. Didn't scare me. Business as usual. Heat and four. F it. Heat and four. Let's go. If I were to tell you guys, like, let's put everything what just happened into perspective. Jimmy Butler is casted away from Minnesota. Disgracefully. He tried to trade for him. Goes to Philly. 
is part of a disaster that loses in the second round, gets traded here, and I was on this show saying, I don't know if Jimmy Butler could be your best player and make the finals. We're talking all sorts of shit. We think they're a max player away. The season's going on. They're getting carved up by the Hornets at the last game before the lockdown. They lose a back-to-back to the Knicks and the Nets. We think that this is a stopgap year. We're waiting for Giannis. We're waiting for Bradley Beal. We're photoshopping Victor Oladipo, James Harden, anybody who's made an all-star game. We're photoshopping them in heat jerseys. The organization is in absolute turmoil for years after the Hassan Whiteside um, Dion Waiters, James Johnson contracts. We're doing all this stuff, right? We're, the, the organization is in a place that I don't think it has been in any of our lifetime as fans. They're in this weird state where even us as fans didn't think that they could get out of it. Brian and I were on this podcast saying they got to wait out these bad contracts. This is how they got to do. And what they've done today is they've taken this team full of lottery picks, full of Danny Ainge hoarded draft picks, people that didn't want to trade for Kawhi Leonard because they thought they were too valuable. We we are at the point that those people are down 0-2 in the playoffs to the Miami Heat after they haven't even played their best damn basketball yet. We're at the and point where we we're a year away from being in a room of Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and possibly LeBron James. Like, you, like I cannot stress. Like, I'm trying to explain to people. So, everyone's going to make fun of me for this. I do anime group watches every Tuesday with my homies uh, from the Mumble. And we all take turns picking what shows we're going to watch. And I keep having to put my turn on layaway because the Heat keep advancing in the playoffs. And I'm trying to explain to these people who don't watch sports. I was like, you don't understand what this... They were supposed to lose a month ago. The Heat have lost one game since August 18th. In overtime. And yeah, and that was... They have not been outscored in regulation. Do you understand what they're doing? Do you understand how that like... Alex, we have watched the big three. We've watched a lot of good teams. This feels unlike anything we've ever felt as defense. Yeah, I, it's it's incredible. You can't you you can't even really put it into the proper context, Deaver, either, because uh, like oh, the, every everything everything you wanted it to happen is happening, and we've been saying that since the Milwaukee series. Like you have a twenty year old who is coming off your bench, and you feel comfortable with him late in the game, even though he had the turnover. We'll forget it. You feel comfortable he didn't play well late in the game. He didn't. He didn't. But you didn't still matter. feel comfortable late in the game. However, even though he didn't play well, Jimmy Butler, your superstar, you go on this insane run. I tweeted this. You go on this insane run offensively, and your superstar who struggled in the first half had almost nothing to do with it offensively. Like think about think about how crazy that is. How deep your team is. How many different players can take part in something that's that's bringing your team back, going on on this incredible run to take the lead down 17 or 16 or whatever it was. And your superstar almost has nothing to do with it. How many teams have that in the NBA? None. We got, we got a person on a Twitch stream chat saying that apparently we've broken the Boston Celtics. There's a very loud argument happening in their locker room currently speaking, including things being thrown. We broke them fam. Let me tell you something like Kemba Walker gives them the game that we've been scared of. Us on this podcast Nikaias for is months. On the, on the chat. What, what the hell, Nikaias? Get on the stream. Nikaias, Nikaias can't get on the stream. We're having Frank. Nikaias was on last time. We last we have been nothing. How long has this podcast been scared of Kemba Walker? We've been fearing Kemba Walker in the playoffs <laughs> since since like November. All right, you're you're using that word we a little too loosely right now. I mean, you know, we, I, I think there were concerns about matchup stuff, and Kemba Walker gave Boston the game that you thought that that. We were that you'd be concerned if you're the Heat, right? We wanted Toronto. We wanted Toronto, by the way. Everybody wanted because of this, because of what Kemba did today. Right. We were thinking Lowry and Van Vliet, who forgot how to shoot, 
is a better matchup for what they're doing. And Dave Dufour came on this podcast, and I love Dave, but he said the Heat are going to struggle to score, and, you know, all the switching, and the Daniel Tice bam is a wash, and maybe Spolster has a little <laughs> bit of a coaching edge over Stevens. Let me tell you something. When they found the bam, Gorin getting him downhill pick and roll, Brad had nothing. Brad played Enos Cantor, and they let him, by the way. We're going to get to that later. Um, but when the Heat found... And Bam started like one for five or something, uh, or, or, or like zero for five, and he finished the game like shooting over sixty percent. Bam, Bam had twenty eight points, twenty one points, ten rebounds, four assists, ten of sixteen shooting, sixty two percent after missing his like first five shots. Right? Yeah, like fifteen um, points in like the third quarter. He was ridiculous. no, yeah, and it's all with that Goran Bam pick and roll. They're getting they're getting yeah. Bam downhill. They're going five out, and but Miami's off. Listen. There's been a lot of talk of like this 82 game player versus 16 game player type thing, right? And you look at the Clippers as a good example of that, right? Like you, you know, the Clippers were telling themselves that we have guys that are 16 game players, right? Paul George, you know, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, and it, it it appeared that they were 82 game players and they didn't have the flexibility to match up, right? And Miami, what Miami's able to do in this league, Frankie, the most important thing is to be able to put four shooters on the floor and a ball handler, and guys that can fly around on defense, guys that can switch, guys that can disrupt, and guys that will survive rebounding. And Miami has somehow put that together with patchwork, with the contract and corpses of Dion Waiters and James Johnson and Hassan, nobody fucking wanted him, Whiteside, and stints from Wayne Ellington and Luke Babbitt, all the shit that has we've had to watch. <laughs> And they've managed to put together a team full. Dude, Jay Crowder's a fucking smart basketball player. Duncan Robinson, that hit, that pass when Jimmy got that steal and he did that flip behind the back to Duncan. Duncan catches that ball, goes up to shoot, and hits Jimmy, who's cutting to the bat. These guys are all smart. These guys have high basketball IQs. These guys are flying around the floor. Jimmy's directing traffic. They're preemptively guarding switches. There's a video going around of Jimmy telling Goran to switch with him before the action started because they knew the fucking Celtics were going to do that because they know what Stevens is going to do. They know what this team is going to do, and they're fucking ready for it. They like, got the guts, man. I can't believe it. Like, they're here, and I it's, it's everything that we thought they'd be in two years. I feel like we're having yes. to show two games early. I, I know, but I mean, Brian, you, like Brian, you just went up 2-0 in Boston. Brian, you went up 2-0 right. in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they haven't even played at home yet. <laughs> I know exactly. Even, there's still two more games left to win, bro. But it, it does. Like at this point, like it doesn't fucking matter. Like the the, the series is at least going six games. Tell us like, about fucking Clippers. Like <laughs> this, but this is that's what I'm saying. This is not we this Clipper best. team. Jimmy Butler is not Paul George. I, Get out of here. Sure. Goran Dragic is not Lou Williams. Bam is not Montrezl Harrell. These the guys Celtics, are tough. And the Celtics aren't the Nuggets. They don't have Jamal Murray. They don't have Jokic. And 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 you've lost one game in nine tries or in ten tries. Ten I tries. should say no, uh, you're not losing. You're not. Losing. And Chris Middleton was Kobe Bryant, the one that you lost. Yeah. You're not losing four of what the next six? Like that's not happening. You've lost one in ten. Like you're not losing four of the next six. I'm sorry, Brian. And, I'm sorry, and listen, Brian. like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna to, sit here. No, 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 wait a second, wait, wait, Alex. I'm not gonna sit five. here and I'm not gonna wait, 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 be like, before, oh. Before we even do this, gee, you had the Celtics in six. I had the Celtics in six. I, I they no can guts. still happen. I don't no know. Guts. 
That's a fucking good team. And that's why I'm so hyped today. Because I recognize how good that team is. For as much shit as we give Brad Stevens, he's a good coach. For as much shit as we give Jason Tatum, that guy's a baller. For as much shit as we give Jalen Brown, that guy can play. That guy's tough. And that guy, like, was killing them down the stretch. Kemba Walker, we know what a good basketball player he is. And Gordon Hayward can still come back in this series. This series is not over. It's not done. But what we're celebrating today is how the Heat came from the fucking depths of hell. And they grabbed the entire way. league by the balls. And they announced we are fucked. They have a guy that's closing at the end of games that everyone in NBA Twitter is like, that guy has it. That guy's not scared of shit. That guy played like garbage. And I fucking trust him. I trust him to shoot threes that he's bad at. I trust him to go to the fucking basket. You saw in that Clipper game, all those people except for Kawhi were scared. Who on this team is scared? Alex, who's scared? Nobody. Who's Nobody scared? The Celtics. Brad Stevens is scared. Marcus Kelly Olynyk isn't even scared. Oh, my God. Kelly Olynyk with the fucking craziest three-point shot I've ever seen. Those only go in against the Heat. The Heat never get those shots to go in. This is a cat. bizarro team. The off courses what are going our way. What is happening? You're not getting the benefit of the doubt from the officials, but you're still winning games. Guys, the Heat haven't even played their best basketball yet in this series. They Hold were on, down wait a double second. digits. That first quarter was pretty good. Yeah, that was bad. That was like, so, so, so offensively, that was So, good. chat, hold on. Chat saying that. So, Chad W09 is saying that Marcus Smart is screaming in the Celtic locker room, and there's a bunch of arguing going on. Smart comes out, says, Y'all on that bullshit. Team is imploding. Smart is in the bathroom. I don't even know if that's real. I hope it's real. It it's is. His, uh, you know what it is? Tweet from the Boston Globe reporter, Gary, Gary Washburn. Washburn. I have it right here. He's Yo, chat can tell me anything. I, I'd ride with chat. Chat, I ride with anything <laughs> you tell me. Like, yo, chat, no, we're riding die, guys. Oh, you my God, is, we're here. Daniel Tice is even more upset that he's losing to a bunch of white guys. <laughs> what was he's Daniel Tice? I mean, like, They're Daniel Tice. What are they throwing? What could they possibly be throwing? Mickey Mouses? Fire extinguishers. Daniel Tice, Hall of Famer Daniel Tice, according to Dave Dufour at Celtic Twitter. A better than Bam Adebayo, uh, Daniel Tice, minus 15. No, minus 15 in 31 minutes. Two for five from the field, big bad Daniel Tice. Been outside it's a, a wash. Been outside a bunch of locker rooms in my days. That was as I can't pronounce this word. Help me, guys. R A U C O U S. Raucous. Raucous, as I've ever heard. Brian, you're the English major. Wow. Wow. I was gonna say Rosh Juice. That is like, great, man. I fucking love that shit. You but, are breaking their their will right now, guys. You know, like you know what that is? That's fucking breaking their will. This team. Climb back from so has a lot of playoff experience. They this core went against LeBron, took LeBron to seven as young guys. They they are not. A, they should. So not did Victor Oladipo. That doesn't be much. That shitty pacer team. Yeah, but but no, but to your point, look look at what the Heat have done. They have possibly ended the Giannis Milwaukee era, possibly possibly, and now they're causing a shit show in a Boston team that, for the most part, everybody had as superior than Miami. Everybody had Jason Tatum. He's going to be the breakout star this year. Bam Adebayo met him at the fucking rim and told him to eat shit. I, like, like, really think about all the narratives that have changed over the last two games. Jason Tatum taking the next step, <laughs> closing out the game. That was his defining moment as a breakout star, superstar in the NBA. And Bam Adebayo told him, yeah, go sit the fuck down. And now you have Marcus Smart, the biggest loser in the NBA, throwing a little tirade because the Heat are up 2-0. This could be 
the meltdown in Boston. And it's all because Duncan Robinson went off and Jimmy Butler's a G. Like this, this is crazy. Pat Riley has to, Pat Riley has to be right now just sitting back and loving everything that's going on. Like, so he, I'm, he, I'm going to say something about the smart thing, which is funny. So smart, uh, Marcus Smart was five for 13 today. Uh, he shot the third most field goals for the Celtics, right? He shot more than Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum shot 12 shots. Jason Tatum shot 12 shots. And if Marcus Smart is going to shoot more than Jason Tatum, if your defense is coercing Marcus Smart shots, you're winning that matchup every time. Like, that's what you want. I, I wanted Frankie to comment. My bad. We're doing so much multitasking. I'm going to let Chad in on something. Frankie and I are trying to get him to do the Nikias play breakdown, but Skype wasn't working. And there is all sorts of hoops that we jumped through to make that happen. So I kicked it to Frankie with analysis while I was going to start setting up the highlights. And Frankie was trying to mute Skype. Am I, am I correct in that analysis? You are 100% correct. My computer froze for a second. So I was like trying to multitask there and it was not working. Uh, well, I now, set this up. I do want to ask you something to get you kind of going because the zone we were talking about before that they're doing this with fucking zone and wow, that's really funny. Wow, wow. And some I think more, some more updates, guys. More so, updates? What do we the, got? On, this, on the Celtics um, like collapse or whatever you want to call it, um, Gary Washburn is reporting that some players, including Marcus Smart, have left. Smart declined to speak with media. <laughs> wow. I love, you love to see it. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere right now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply only valid through September 30th. Did someone say playoffs, NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners Bet Online have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Uh, Frank, talk, talk a little bit about... Left the bubble? 
no, 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 no. He left like the. You know how they have like the games in the in the stadium, but they actually have to take a bus to go back right. to the hotel room. Right. That's probably what happened. Did he walk? Did he take the bus? Did the bus just take Marcus alone? <laughs> no, That'd be probably, funny if they take them the all. They, they, yeah, they have to go. That's gonna be an awkward bus ride back. <laughs> very, very. It'd be funny if it's if it's just Marcus. That'll blow over though. No, yeah, it'll like, probably blow over. Yeah. Aren't they That's in the same it, hotel right now? Yeah. As a heat, I don't, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I right? think they're all in the Grand Destino Tower, just in different floors. Brian's are Disney correspondent, so that's gotta be fun. <laughs> uh, you, they gotta have security in those floors, right? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Frankie, by that's the way, are you we are should you... ask Solomon Hill next podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. We're two games. By the way, uh, folks, chat listeners, we're two games away from Solomon Hill uh, being on the podcast again. So that's great. Frankie, are you ready for highlights? Frankie, are you ready for this? Can you see? Can you ready. see my screen on Skype? Yeah, workshop this on air. All right, then yep. we're transitioning oh. to highlights. No, Brian and Alex, you can't see. Frankie, of game take one. us away. And still couldn't complete it as we check. Well, I don't the see yet. Okay, I well, see we're, we're going. You don't, you don't see you don't see my screen on uh on, on Skype. I see my I see my picture. That's it. Oh, did I share the wrong screen? Look at that. You did. <laughs> Look at that. We're, we're switching. We're uh, yep. I did. I did not. I go. did not. Yep. There we go. Oh, we're back. Are we here? That's it. Yeah, can you see? <laughs> Ah, we ready? All right, then we're rolling. What do we got here? All right, this is the opening play of the half. Wanted to show what a great play to call up. You see here, stop it right there. Shout out to uh, Coach Rothstein. Goran, uh, Bam set a little down screen to uh, to Bam, to Goran in the post. Usually, you're gonna get a cross screen from the guard to the the big man. They did it with Goran right there, uh, with Bam to Goran to get Goran open and try to get a post up right there. Start it up again. Saw nothing there. Little post up. They run a little down screen for for uh, Duncan. He screens Goron. Goron gets easy, no help on the on the strong side because uh, Duncan's occupied it with Jalen. Easy lob. Ready for this Something one? Fantastic. This was the jump ball. Oh my god, I was so happy for this one. We shout out. Pause it right here. You're gonna shout. You're gonna want to get this tip. Right here, right between Jimmy and, and Tyler. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Shout out to the GOAT. Thanks, Coach. Shout out to Shout the Shout out goat. to Coach Tony. Yeah, baby. All right, we're rolling. You're going to see real quick, they're running a play off this. You see flare screen on the weak side, smart falls and flops, sets up everything. Great relocation by Jay. Boom. Three. And the foul. Amazing play. Heads up. I don't know if that's a play. If not, that's just incredibly play by, by uh, Jay to set a flare screen and create that whole offense for himself. I think the play calling, especially at like like out of timeouts and all that and, and out of bounds or whatever, uh, and that's usually like the Brad, that's Brad Stevens time. I think Spose kicked his ass in that department. I think that's I think they've they've got a lot of nice stuff, especially their their baseline stuff. I think they're running so much great. See, like, and we talked a little bit about this before the series started. Like, Wesley Matthews and Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe were giving them hell on those dribble handoffs and all that stuff, right? So now they have so much more room to operate. Duncan's able to kind of shake dudes, right? He's getting open. He's That's why Duncan had the big game today. Shout out to Duncan. Yo, the Rob Mahoney effect. Shout out to Rob Mahoney of The Ringer. <laughs> if you haven't read Rob Mahoney's piece, he wrote a great article on Duncan Robinson. It's on The Ringer. Uh, Rob, Rob's great. One of my favorite writers. So check that out. Zach Lowe also wrote a great piece today on The Heat. I uh, should check that out as well. But 
they're able to get so much space because the Celtics are just not as good as going over screens as the Bucks. Marcus Smart's really the only really good guy on the Celtics to do that. And unlike the Raptors, Jalen Brown is not OG Ananobi. And they can't really switch those actions on Bam so so well. And they can't do the ball denial as well. So Miami's offense has kind of been able to get back to its bread and butter, even though the high pick and roll has been their moneymaker. Uh, this series, the dribble handoff stuff has kind of greased the wheels of the offense. And like, I think, I think getting Duncan going, you know, is such a bailout for them. Cause it's, it's honestly like, it's like stupid offense. It's really easy. They run yeah. that two man game. They kind of just run them off it, it, in a way. It lets Jimmy and Goran rest a little bit. Cause they just play off of, off of that play. And you can kind of buy times for, for your guys to, to get a little rest. And I love that about them. Uh, Frankie, was there any other kind of adjustments that, that, Spo made that, that you kind of like down the stretch here? The, the zone, I, I, you know, my first appearance on the pod, I was emphasizing how the zone uh, doesn't work as well because the guards are at the bottom. And this game, like these last two games, you're really seeing their experience with the guards at the bottom and their length, how, how disrupted they can be. It also really helps that, that Boston doesn't have the, the dribble penetration guys uh, besides Kemba to really attack and penetrate and, and attack gaps. They're swinging the ball constantly. The, the zone, it, it's meant to, to be a pace disruptor. And it's Boston wants to run. Boston wants to run. They have a, almost all their guys can can dribble. Tice runs really hard to, uh, to the rim in transition. He really does. And he <laughs> fuck, he runs fast sprint. as fuck. I, right after he trips somebody, he runs as hard as he can. Um, but, he, but they want to run. The zone doesn't let them run. As long and Miami's not turning the ball over, so they can't get out in transition. They're not getting the those reba- long rebounds because Miami's not missing, and Miami's <laughs> battling on the boards and getting back in time to get to get uh, play the zone early and disrupting all all their transition offense, quick offense, quick hitters. They want they're stopping the ball. They're doing such a great job stopping the ball in transition, uh, and it's it's great to see, man. That you're you weren't seeing a lot of this early in the season. This bubble's turned it around. They're different, man. They're different. They're flying around defensively. They're able. They're so versatile. Alex, today may have marked the death of Kendrick Nunn minutes. Yeah. Derek, yeah. I think might have sealed it. I don't know how you feel. I'm kind of not really a big Nunn guy this series. Curious where where you're at. No, I mean, look, I want him to to have a good series. Like, I want him to turn it around here in the bubble and whatever. But. <laughs> Listen, man, like we, like, we can't wait for you. Like, that's it. Like, it's, it's, it, I think this might have been it. And you saw it in the second half. Spo went to Derek Jones Jr., who, by the way, didn't necessarily have the best half either. But, like, he's just giving you uh, I thought Derek earned it, man. Right? Yeah, I like, thought he, Derek he, earned it. He, he's giving you energy. Had he completed that or had that alley-oop gone the way it should have gone? I don't know if you guys realize that. but I that know. The one where he almost been, murdered someone. Yeah, that probably would have been. Fouled. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. I'm sure we'll talk about officials at some point. That might have been the play of the entire playoffs, and that's a playoffs that includes the Bam Adebayo dunk, uh, block, which is fucking crazy to think about. Um, look, like he had a great season. There's nothing wrong with 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 you know saying he had a great season, just not doing what we needed him to do right now. He's not producing in the bubble, and look, maybe next year he'll uh, he'll have a great sophomore year, and and we can build on it, but. Can't wait for you anymore, man. Sit the fuck down. Can't, can't shoot a like Nick, when I have a great when I had in Indiana or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be great in Washington. Yeah, that's where Brad, Bradley Beal's taking his minutes. 
I'm not even there though. though. Like I'm not even there yet though. Like I, I'm, I don't want to, I know a lot of us have already chalked it up as he's gone next year. Like, I don't know, maybe not. Like he had a really good season and I think he's going to get better, but can't wait for this guy anymore. The like, problems have persisted. I have him. a hot take. The, right. Which I, I love Brian. Brian yo, let me tell you something about Brian's hot takes. Brian's been on fire this this bubble run. We need, we need a visual take. for Brian's hot takes. We need like Brian hot take visuals. Brian types to shine. We're going to bring it back. What you got, Brian? Right. My hot take is more of a transaction hot take, not really a, a hot take that has to do with the bubble right now. But Ooh, I do feel go. like with the draft coming up, and obviously Miami has a pick in the 20th uh, overall thing, I was already looking at some players that he might target. And obviously guard, like point guard, would be a, a, an area, especially point of attack defense. I think you already see that Miami really likes these Kentucky players a lot. And there's one that's in the draft that could be in their range. But if they need to move up, if they needed to dangle the 20th pick, I think they could detach Kendrick Nunn to move up. Kind of like what um, Utah did to jump Miami to get Donovan Mitchell. I right. think they'll probably go after Tyrese Maxey. That is a hot take. That is, that like is very it. much a hot take. I don't know anything about college. Could somebody inform me? Is this guy good? Frankie, do you know who he is? Uh, he's long. He has questions shooting. So uh, he's from Kentucky. So, of course, this guy's going to shoot 45% from three in the league uh, with the Heat. By the way, we're two, from, like, Duke from, guys. We're, we're two games away from the NBA Finals, and we have a hot take about the draft, which I That's Brian, love. dude. That's Brian's That's life. Brian lives for draft night. No, you mean you should have seen me on the on the Twitter chat like uh, yesterday. I was talking about how if the Heat gave Bam on a bio and Jimmy Butler, like the choice of like these four players who are like all all stars that might be available by next year, and that that list included James Harden. Like if they made a trade for Harden, Embiid. Um, Kawhi, um, who's the other one? Giannis, and then I put Donovan Mitchell on that list plus Oladipo. I think I think they probably go Mitchell number one almost, just because of the fit and like the relationship they already have. I feel like he'd be the perfect fit that that would like just go seamlessly with these guys already on the team. He's also D Wade Light. Yo, shout out to Chad W O nine for giving us Celtic locker room updates. Kemba ain't nothing happened. Kemba. Quote, ain't nothing happening in the locker room. I don't know what you're talking about, end quote. Clearly lying. <laughs> He's right. Other interesting part about this game, guys, Andre Gudala had no second half minutes. Yeah. And I thought in game one he had a rough second half. Uh, I thought he had a great first half. I even tweeted, this is the this is why you brought me here, game. Um, I I don't like Andre being a non-factor. I think... Like, uh, like Andre getting benched by Derek. You hate to see it. It's a cold world. Not, you know, you want Andre to be out there. Andre's a guy who can make some passes. I think you trust him a little more shooting in big moments. That's another guy who's really smart and not scared. I I think the minutes by Derek were deserved over Andre. Oh, he was injured. ACR6 says Andre was injured. He had back tightness. I did not know that. I didn't, I didn't okay, that. well, that doesn't bode well for them. <laughs> I don't. I'm not comfortable with long stretches of Derrick Jones Jr. Okay. <laughs> this, listen, if we didn't have chat today, we would have gone the rest of the show not knowing Andre was hurt. No, uh, Ira Ira Winterman did tweet out just 20 minutes ago that Spo said Iggy was not available in the second half due to a quote tight back. So he doesn't like when you call him Iggy. He likes Andre. He just likes That's Andre right. or Drake. That's right. That's right. I apologize. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Every, everyone does it. I, I like Warrior Twitter. Like ah, I don't care. He's Iggy. 
<laughs> I, I, I mean, it's hard though. Like uh, he's been Iggy his entire career, and then he will like, forever remain Iggy. I, don't care I can't ago. spell Igudala. Igudala has a U before uh, an O before a U before an O, and I, see, I don't even, I can't even say it. I was just like confused. Is the U cup first yeah. or the O? Yeah, it's, it's tough. You Listen, I am Zach. I can't spell. Zach thirty three. I am all here for Solomon Hill minutes. The crossover master. Do you think Brian? Do you think our nickname could stick? Do you think we could make the crossover master stick as a nickname? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I got. We got to ask you're gonna, him. You're not uh, doing the postseason. Yeah, we. I mean, we have to you do it in the postseason, man. Um, it doesn't yeah, count I mean, if, when you if, play. It doesn't count against the Pacers in the last season. It doesn't count against the regular season Pacer team. Man, I'll say it again. They ha- this team hasn't lost since August 18th. They're 10 and one, one loss, not even in regulation. They're two games away from the NBA Finals. Could you imagine what this would mean for the organization to get a shot at LeBron James in the NBA Finals? Like, Ooh, man. Like, I, especially for Riley. They, we were talking about this in the chat. Um, this this team just, like, it feels different, man. Like, yeah. the, you're, you're going into all these games without expectations. Uh, you're the underdog. So everything is fucking gravy. Like, it, the big three game, the big three years, we were – we got – burned badly in 2011 so every series after that we were like fuck we can lose this this team can lose this fucking this fucking team is different man they just have a different level of intensity and second gear that we haven't seen like this is the best embodiment of a pat riley eric spolster team they fight and compete they expect to win this is why a lot of us picked uh, the Heat to win this series. I, I said it uh, on on Twitter the other day. When I saw, uh, I didn't watch a lot of Boston this year because fuck Boston. Um, but I watched the Celtics Raptors games a lot the from Game Three on, and I saw Kyle Lowry single handedly keep that that team in the game because Boston can lay down. Boston will stop for for runs and and you can win. Every Kyle battle. Lowry is also good. No, Kyle Lowry is great. I'm not not taking anything away from Kyle Lowry. I'm saying he was doing like he was doing it one on on five, because the uh, there was a lot of stretches where Pascal wasn't doing anything, Fred wasn't doing anything, and it's Kyle Lowry making effort plays, second chance plays, extra possessions, deflections. He was doing it all. What I see and 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 you see a lot of that in Marcus Smart. That they're similar kind of players. Kyle Lowry's way better. Relax, G. Uh, but Miami's culture is is Kyle Lowry types. It's just guys who are everybody on this fucking team is diving for balls, or you're not gonna play. Goran's on the floor always. Goran's first Goran's one on Goran's the fucking 34 floor. Thirty-four years old. He's he's always uh, banged up. He's always getting hit in the face uh, and getting called fouls for it. But he's always he's still diving for it. He still wants it. This whole team wants it more than other teams, and that resiliency is a fucking skill. Especially Goran, by the way, to add on to that. Like, Goran's been waiting for this opportunity, man. Like, Goran has been counted out so many times. I know it's kind of cliche, like, everybody's been counted out. But if you think about it, like, Goran's never been handed the keys late in the games and said, make stuff happen. And we were almost there in 2017. We were almost there, led by Goran and Wade. uh, Sorry, yeah, 2016. And, like, you saw it tonight. You needed big buckets. Jimmy wasn't on. And Goran said, I got us. And he's been doing it all playoff long. And he's yeah. he's wanted this opportunity for so long to show, especially 
this season to show, yeah, I was coming off the bench. No worries. I'm still a closer. I'm still a guy you can rely on. I'm still somebody who's going to score big buckets. And he has been for this team. I'm so happy for that dude, man. Like he's not he's only is he, he's going to get a nice contract next year, wherever it is, but, or at least at one, one year, right? One year. Better be one here. Year, right. One year, 35 mil. He's, he's gonna, they tried to trade him. Alex, remember this. that? He was supposed he to was, be a Mav. Though. He was. We all thought he was a Mav. Yeah. It, it came up on SportsCenter on the bottom ticker, like Goran Dragic out of Miami. Like, we all thought he was the Maverick. Look at another. You needed him. You needed him. Like, he was a perfect piece to this puzzle. And credit to Spo for starting him. Like, if not, we have a, to be suffering through fucking more Kendrick Nunn. Like, credit to Spo for, yeah. for, doing, for doing what we all knew needed to be done. It was just another missed opportunity by the Shark Tank guy. <laughs> um, I got I got a quote. Normally we I would end the pod right there. Normally we would end the pod right there. Um, yeah, we got I want to mention one thing about Goran before before G gets to this point. Um, did you see how he posted on his social media today the three year anniversary of Viva Basket tournament? Yep, I saw yes. that. I, I feel like that must have been going through his mind. During and game. he mentioned that was the most cliche shit you've ever said in your life. <laughs> Bro, I don't care. I don't care. I loved it. I, I loved feel it. like that was going through his mind. No, no. But you know what? Brian's so right. And don't enable this. Yes. That yes. three? That that three, he took him back to Slovenia on that three. I think I think it was I remember I was doing I was I was on one of the the post-game awesome. uh Zoom calls for the Heat and Goran cited how he, he mentioned how off. this felt sorry, this felt <laughs> kind of like the Euro championships to him. Like he said, like this whole bubble atmosphere, I think it was in the Indiana series. He said, this team, this bubble atmosphere to me. Are you sure that wasn't him like, disrespecting the Pacers? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But but I love that. Like I, I, I ate that shit up because they fucking won the Euro championships. And, and if he said that to me, it was like, all right, like Goran's feeling something. Like he wouldn't just say that just because, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and can we can we finally say that they're built for the bubble isn't just a narrative that Miami fans wanted to push. Like, I think it's apparent that that's real, right? Yo, like, that shit was Ethan, yo. Ethan's called it five reasons. It's like, yo, this team built for the bubble. You yeah, know, that, that was it. Yo, fuck Ethan peddled that narrative. Ethan was right. So speaking no, of Ethan, 100% Al right. yeah. Alex Toledo, our professional screw-up, is on the call over there for five reasons. Uh, quote on, on Jimmy on Goron. He's a winner, man. That's my guy. Zoki and Gigi till the day the world ends. That's me and him. That's our nickname together. Who's Gigi? <laughs> Goron, well. apparently. He's Zoki. I, I want to say something. I'm glad that this is being streamed. Brian regularly gets up and leaves a podcast without telling us. And I'm glad stream saw that. Didn't say shit, and that's not like uh no, that's Brian normally. Just Brian will get up and leave. We have no idea why. Four, I was at four percent battery. Okay, well yeah, that you that happens a lot. It, it was at fifty percent when I started. I thought it would hold. It didn't. Couple more things like I want to get to. Celtics first half lead. It didn't hold. Uh, couple things I want to get to before uh, before we get out of here. Zach Lowe wrote a great piece today on the Heat, and there was one particular quote I wanted to get to. As one rival GM put it. The Heat have something better than trade assets. And I I think that's especially important today <laughs> uh, because, you know, even jokes aside, like, obviously, like, you know, we could talk all this shit about the Celtics, but, like, clearly Danny Ainge built a good team, right? Like, you know, we could troll as Heat fans, but he, they did a good job. But the, the thing we've always criticized them for is they have all these assets, right? They have the Celtics have the stockpile of assets. They could trade for whoever they wanted, right? Traded for Kyrie Irving, didn't work out, left. 
kind of emptied that cabinet of, of assets. They still had more guys. Had the chance to get Kawhi Leonard. Decided, nope, we're going to keep Jalen. We're going to keep Tatum. We're going to keep our stuff. We're not even. We're not going to trade for AD. We're not going to try to get Kawhi. Any, no, they didn't do that. They said, we, we, got, we like what we got. And, you know, as you saw, Toronto paid dividends. Toronto did what they had to to get Kawhi Leonard. Um, easier said than done, you know. Uh, obviously, the, the, the Spurs, DeMar is not <laughs> Jalen and Tatum. But the criticism of the Heat has always been their lack of assets, right? And people kind of make fun of the culture. Even people down here make fun of the culture, how it's propaganda, how it's narrative. You know what I mean? Dolphins fans say that a lot. It's really annoying. Like, come on, get, get your fucking team together. Someone in chat, Mr. Duck7, saying game four is going to be on Wednesday, not Monday, because it got moved from Monday Night Football. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's not true, I, is it? I didn't, I didn't see that confirmed anywhere, but I do know that, like, Zaslow was saying that today. Uh, and Mike Inglis on uh, 790 was also saying Who that, is that? Please tell me that's not like the fucking Browns or, or Bills or some shit. No, Mon the Browns are actually playing right now. Monday Night Football, I don't even know who it is, but yeah, they don't want to go up against Monday Night Football. And Tuesday's already uh, a lock for the Western Conference Finals. And obviously yeah. they're not going to push yeah, the game so up. They're... So there's going to be a four-day uh, uh, layoff. That hurts Cowards! That hurts Cowards! Because obviously Gordon Hayward would probably be back possibly for that game. Oh, yeah, but, I didn't even then, think of that then, angle. And another I, thing I'm also thinking is obviously Miami's had Miami's been lucky throughout this entire bubble stretch. Every time they've won a series, they've had like a week off. Yeah. That's what that's what and, happens. And, and it helps quick. it helps it helps the team recover, but also helps spill game plan. Not only yeah, but the, I think the NBA also wants to catch up to the East. Like they want the West to catch up to the East. They don't want yeah. the situation where if Miami were to win, not were they're to only win. Only a game behind. What are you talking about? They're only no, they're, they're, they're gonna start that. tomorrow. No, two, two games. They right, haven't two played games. Yet. Yeah, but they're gonna two play games. tomorrow and then they'll have played one and the other two. Right, but that, still that West yeah, series then, then played, the Lakers would play the following that I West series is, is going at least six and and the Heat are gonna sweep the fucking Celtics. So what does it matter? Um four that that shit's kind of fucked up by the league, especially with the stuff with the injury to to Hayward or whatever, kind of getting guys out of rhythm, whatever. I mean, yeah, not but, much. But give me Hayward. It's Saints uh, Raiders, the corpse of Drew Brees. Anybody who's on the Raiders? I don't need. Are the Raiders good? I'm surprised you know Drew Brees is the quarterback. I I, I don't know many. I, I don't even know the quarterback of my team, the Jags. He has a mustache. What's his name? Gardner Minshew, man. Oh, Minchie, Minchie. Hey, you got to win the other day, right? Do, yeah, yes, he, yeah. He had a perfect quarterback rating. We traded yeah. Fournette. I was mad at that, but I guess it was the right call because he sucks now, right? Miami Jags beat. Go, yeah, uh, Miami Jags beat. Go look uh, up Gruden's hair in uh in, in that Week One game, and trust me, it's it's enough to put them on Monday Night Football. Just his hair, because I love was, how chats. Wait a second. I love how chats asking Dakai's questions like on the show. They're like, Dakai's, how much does Gordon help the Celtics at this point? <laughs> Uh, big time. The zone, the zone will be largely in effect. I mean, well, the, the zone worked against it in the in the regular season, but Gordon Hayward makes the zone. That's a zone buster. As a guy who can spot up shoot and another another big body. That you're afraid that, of. No, they, they, they can run him inside. They can run him inside at the high post, and he can make plays, and he'll take that mid range. There was a play at the in the fourth where Smart was wide open at the free throw line, and instead of shooting that, he hesitated, yeah. kicked it back out, and. And I forgot what happened after that, but it, Gordon would have taken that shot. That that makes a difference. And Gordon, like I was talking to, to this about our good friend uh, Crab Smut Peddler, uh, Jalen Brown is is like shout out to the, the deuces. The, exactly, uh, but like um, 
Jalen Brown is is the best like good player that I am not afraid of in, whatsoever. Like if I know I know if he scores sixteen points, it's gonna be sixteen shots. It, That's like, me he, and Tatum. I, he doesn't terrify me. That's me and Tatum. I'm not I'm not worried about about Jason Tatum. I I don't know why. I he just I I just feel not, like Jason Tatum does not scare me. I don't know why. That's it's, me with, it, with it's Hayward. A fake beard. It's hey. a fake beard. <laughs> yeah. Go, but Gordon, you guys, you guys are afraid, not afraid, but you're worried of Gordon Hayward being no, put he in brings, here. He, he brings another dimension to the team, and and it helps solve some of their problems with their Alex. Depth. You know what it is? Certainly, it's, certainly. But he he's he's been out. He has zero rhythm with this true. team. You're just gonna drop him in. He's coming off an injury that has sidelined him for what five weeks already. Like like I'm that that's that's a bad equation there for for the Celtics. Like if you bring him back gradually, okay, maybe two two three games in. Sure, like you'll see some production, but to just drop him in, you're down 0-2, and you're expecting him to be a, 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 a huge playmaker and game changer. Like I don't know, I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. But you know, it's not even it's not even that how like Gordon Haywardy he's gonna be. He's not gonna be Robert Williams. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's, and if, that's fair. That's fair. If and if or you're the Cantor. Celtics, yeah, you don't want. I mean, oh, I don't know, man. Cantor was woof. No, I but tweeted. Langford came in. Didn't shoot the, the wide open shot and he got yanked right out. Yeah. Like, no, he got, hurt. no, he got hurt. He got hurt. He had yeah, a back hurt? contusion. Okay. Yeah, he got like no, a back he took, contusion. He took a terrible. He hesitated and Brad was pissed. Was already calling for somebody. We survived. We survived the Ennis Cantor game, which I'm very happy about. Dude, I he had like he was the leading scorer in the game at some point, other than Duncan Robinson. And I was like, I think I tweeted. I was like, if the final scat score is not Ennis Cantor seven minutes minus fifteen, the Heat have failed. <laughs> um so Guys, I, I i just thought of something really great and and, and i think it's gonna be great for pat riley too to like just retire in the sunset go off to malibu if we beat both gordon hayward and lebron james in the same postseason yes. <laughs> oh! yes. who am i now gordon hayward's wife who donates to the trump administration fuck you eat shit. Ass, hayward eat shit um other thing i really wanted to get to and I've been I've I've actually been simmering on this, so I may I may rant a little bit. People want the, me to go to the bubble and kick Hayward in the ankle. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> the all NBA teams came out yesterday. And there were I'm not even gonna get into the guard that didn't make it. I'm not gonna get yelled at on my own show again. You can catch my tweets on that. Bam Adebayo didn't even get fourth place. And Andre fucking Drummond got more second place votes than Bam. Bam did not get a single first or second place vote for. He got 13 votes. Andre Drummond got more second team votes than Bam. That guy fucking sucks. He's not even a good basketball player. Christian Wood stepped into his role and did everything he was doing anyway. I'm sure that chat doesn't even know who Christian Wood is. Because why would you know who Christian Wood is? Why do you need to know who Christian Wood is? Just know that he was putting up Andre Drummond numbers. And Andre Drummond is going to rot in Cleveland for the rest of his stupid, bad, hairy, shouldered life. And this NBA voting gets way too fucking cute. The fact that a guy like... Rudy Gobert, who routinely gets played off the fucking floor at the end of games because he can't guard space, can't switch, can't... Look what Bam's doing. Bam guarded one through five today in game one. He held, like, Jason Tatum to, like, one, three of eight shooting or something. I tweeted the stats out. Like, all the Celtics best players are shooting, like, sub-30% when Bam guards them. He's switching on to everybody. He's doing all this shit. He's done that in the regular season. If you watch them, this guy's switching on to... Trey Young and doing all this crazy shit all season, and then you're gonna give it to Rudy Gobert? What? Like, 
what the fuck are we doing? Like, I, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't like when voters get cute like that. Like, you, you want to do oh, the screen assists and the the rolling numbers, and you know he's in the he's in the ninety second percentile as a roll man in the second quarter with five minutes to go when they're up fifteen. Like, dude, I, you, we don't need eyes to know that Bam Adebayo had a better season than Rudy Gobert. It's it's fucking like I don't even get mad at this shit ever. I'm just like, oh, that was interesting. Uh, but the the Bam Adebayo and Kyrie Lowry omissions from their team are just like ridiculous. Like I'm just so mad. The Celtics Frankie? will not practice tomorrow. <laughs> Broken spirit. This is this is almost as good as when Wade hit KG with the crossover. Yes, yes. Bro, this this bro, is the gap the... between game three and game four is gonna feel like forever, man. Oh my that God! Sweep if is go gonna up be real. Bro, I, I just want to sweep them. Just sweep them. Ooh. I'm here for it. I'm here for them to have to fucking listen to the takes. Listen to the takes. How fucking? I don't care if they get Gordon Hayward back. You go up 3-0. You have three days off to fucking talk about and think about. And they're already breaking down after losing two games. If you lose another game, they're fucking done. What what about the cowards, done. right? Like you go down no 0-2, uh, spineless. Just, you know what? Right, just get, get over fucking it. Gordon Hayward back. Guys, hold on, wait a second. Let him get Gordon Hayward back the next game. You know why? Brian, there because we go, Brian. every time the, they every time the Heat are on the national TV, they always talk about oh the injuries, this and that. And Giannis was hurt on this play. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> fuck that. You know what? Give me their full That's strength true. team against That's our full true. strength team and still sweep the fuck out of them. There we go. There we go, Brian. There we go, Brian. I'm with there you, Brian. you go. I'm with you, Brian. Tell him, Brian. Tell him. I'm fucking with you. I have a I have a question for Brian for Brian. But then on first take. <laughs> does this does this group does this Celtic team not remind you a little bit of that? Paul George, Roy Hibbert, Pacer team. Oh, we just got to get them in that boy band pose. You know, <laughs> uh, a little, a little bit, a little bit weak on the mental tough side. You know, Marcus Smart is kind of their David West, the only kind of guy out there who you know is kind of tough. Oh, I was thinking he was like the Lance Stevenson. <laughs> oh, you're right, he's Lance. Who's David West? Daniel Tice, Hall of Famer Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice. No, Daniel Tice Daniel is more Roy Hibbert. The athletic. Daniel, Daniel I don't Tice know. They... Roy Hibbert, he's trash. I feel a vibe. I feel I feel a vibe here uh, going on for that. I don't know. I I I'm just I'm just so happy. But you mean uh, you mean like long term? Like you you see them as as I just see them as mentally weak. I don't know. They, they're just kind of folding. I mean, you saw Tatum's face. Did you see Tatum's face at the end of that game? Well, like, like he, but in general, he disappeared in that game. Like late in the game, it, it the game would have been over with two minutes left had Jalen Brown not hit two insane threes right like uh, the game was the game was done the heat closed it out Jalen Brown kept them in it but Tatum was nowhere to be found Kemba was nowhere to be found yeah they were waiting around man the, they they it was kind of like the Clippers they were what do you think Gordon everybody was waiting don't wait around vote for Trump uh they were waiting for, for somebody to make a play uh and it just couldn't happen it just wasn't happening uh, they kept swinging the ball around. I mean, and, and that's what part of what helps the zone. It's like you can't you can't just ISO a guy and, and take advantage because they're gonna they're gonna close the gap and and make you force you to pass. So we need Derek Jones shoot over him or whatever to posterize Gordon Hayward if he comes back, so we can get the image of love us postering MAGA. That's what we need. We we need this. We need Derek Jones to do it for the culture. Um, guys, I want to end. Well, before before I end the show, remember we're doing uh, we're doing live streams after every single 
game until the end of the season. Remember, this is twitch.tv slash MIAHeatBeat. You want to click the notification so you get notified as soon as you're up. Thank you, chat. We have tons of people here today. Same with last time. Uh, this is honestly a dream come true, sharing it with you guys. Chat's been awesome. Uh, listeners have always been awesome. Reaction on Twitter has been great. Uh, it's been what a run this has been after we've covered nothing but bad teams for a long time. And to share this with our listeners of over seven years and with our staff and with our friends, it means the world. Um, I do. There's a little bit of a sad note to end on, a lot of a sad note. But, you know, uh, one of he Twitter's own passed away in June and we just found out Jordan Williams uh, at J-O-R dub a longtime he Twitter OG um, man that you know that that really crushed us today like a lot of us from he Twitter knew him and uh, really good guy always took an interest in other people's stuff uh, rest in power Jordan man you you know this is a family as much as we infight and we argue about Justice Winslow and Riley Walsh and all that um, you know, this is a really us against the world and we're all a community in this city and we all love each other. And Jordan was one of the best of us. So rest in peace, Jordan, uh, rest in power friend. Uh, you know, I know that you're, you're really happy, uh, today. You love the heat. And even in his obituary that was said how much he cared about the heat and how much this is like kind of corny, but you know, like these things kind of matter. Uh, we talked a lot about that kind of going into the bubble. Uh, if, sports and entertainment like this matter and you know somebody who was good and who passed away and that's something that like really stuck with their identity you know these things are communal uh we're talking about him because obviously he touched us so you know rest in peace to jordan and his family um i've retweeted the obituary from the heat beat account if you want to read that or write a message i'm sure that his family would really appreciate all the love uh that he twitter has for him uh we're gonna play radiohead on the way out for the podcast listeners uh, he loved Radiohead, would always text Slim every time he used it. Um, and thank you guys for joining the stream. Uh, we'll be back for game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, th- guys, thank you so much for everything. You guys are incredible. And rest in power to a great person, Jordan Williams.